Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Hello, Calm Parents. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. If you're struggling with your teen's behavior and nothing seems to work, this episode is for you. I'm joined by Adele Spragan, an award-winning author, a thought leader, international speaker, and trainer. She has been awarded the 2020 Woman of Inspiration Award, and in 2021, she was recognized as the top behavioral expert of the year. Her book, Shift, Four Steps to Personal Empowerment, has won three awards and is sweeping the globe, transforming how people are setting and achieving their goals with a repattering technique. Today, Adele is going to teach us how to impact our teens' behaviors and our own by upgrading the underlying brain patterns. Welcome, Adele. I am so happy to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Kim. My pleasure. So tell us and start, how did you get into looking at brain patterns? Yeah, well, interesting story. I've, I've been in the personal development industry field for over 30 years now. And initially, I was teaching all the typical approaches to mindset. So I would teach how to set a goal, how to set a very smart goal, specific, measurable. And then if people... And then they would shown the steps to get to that goal. If they couldn't follow those steps, then there was something wrong. Something's off with your mindset. It's okay. Right. We'll improve that. Everything will work out then. And you should achieve your goal. Well, after about 10 years of this, Dr. Kim, I started to ask myself, why am I not achieving my goal? I was quitting. I wanted my own business. I, I was really an entrepreneur at heart. But every time I started one, I would get close to success, and then I would turn tail and run. And no amount of mindset was going to get me through that comfort zone. So I started to question what I call the operating instructions that we've all been told should be the way our brain works. And I went to university, and I wanted to study the human mind. How, How do we think? How do we make decisions? And so sure enough, based on my studies, based on my own experience, I started to realize, no, no, we're all using the wrong operating instructions. And if we can correct those, then we should be able to reach our goals. So I came up with a new technique. I started teaching it. And surprise, surprise, 87% on on our surveys in-house people set and achieved the goals they want to set. And I went, okay, we got it. We're just on the wrong we're just using the wrong instructions. That's all that's going on. That is amazing. And it's so true. There's so many books and you read all these things and you're like, okay, they're telling me what to do. Why isn't working? So tell us a little, like share with us, what is this repattering? What does this look like? Well, the easiest way to think about our brain is to consider that it is in this dark and silent room called a skull. And it actually has no real access to the outside world. So it's silent in here. Uh, There's no smells. There's no touch. There's no taste. All it has to go on is these electrical impulses that are flying down these neural pathways. And so, you know, when we think about it, information is streaming in through the senses. We see stuff. We hear stuff. But then our brain has to interpret what it is that's going on out there. And sometimes it gets it close and sometimes it doesn't. 
outcome when it doesn't, it just forms an unworkable pattern. We just take an action that doesn't work for us or a behavior or a belief. So what we need to do is we need to start first with the brain's pattern. Rather than trying to correct the situation out there, if we can start by changing our own brain pattern, then our actions, our behaviors, our beliefs are much more aligned with what's actually going on in that situation. So what patterns do is they take experiences from our past. So when we were growing up, we mm-hmm. the human brain is not born with instinct like other animals, as we all know, right? We have to learn everything. So we enter this world pretty much a blank slate. And then we have to very, very quickly piece together what our actions need to be based on our experiences. And so the brain just stores all of those past experiences, past actions in the form of brain patterns. And those are what we continue to use today. The problem is, is that the brain's only care, let's call it, is the fastest route to action. It wants to keep you alive. So in order to survive, it needs you to act and sometimes those actions are based on past experiences that are no longer aligned with what's going on today now the beautiful thing is dr cam as you probably know is that our brain has what is called plasticity and it's constantly rewiring itself all the time trying its best to align itself with what's going on in the situation so if we can just have a tool to make that happen systematically rather than just spontaneously then now we are being effective in life. Wow. So how do we start doing this? How do we start adjusting our thought process? Yeah. So, you know, we, we tend to overemphasize this idea of thought, probably because the brain thinks, right? And so, you know, the brain positions itself as top dog here. And so we put a lot of emphasis on the mind and what the mind is doing. But instead of that, we need to consider that everything about us is being interpreted by our brain, physical, emotional, and mental. So a pattern, I like to say, is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, and thought. Now, I'm going to say something really surprising here. Ready? (laughs) What neuroscience has now determined, and this is a study done by John Dylan Haynes, and it's being backed up by many, many scientists right now is that the action that we're about to take is being predetermined in the unconscious regions of our brain seconds before we know we are going to take that action. Now, that changes everything. When we really let that information sink in, we have to give a, do away with this entire idea of being able to control what we do. Mm. Because if our actions are originating in places where we don't even know that we don't have access to, how can we control that action? Mm-hmm. So that's why we need to start working with those brain patterns. So let me go back. Brain pattern is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, thought. What we need to understand is that the first sign that we're running a pattern is actually going to come from the body. Physical sensation and emotion are our cues if we can catch them soon enough that we're about to take an action, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, looking at what's my emotional reaction here? But, but here's the thing that I'd like, you to, I'd like your listener to think about. If the action is originating in the unconscious region, then the best thing to do is not try to control your future action. Instead, it's to reflect back on the action you just took and ask yourself, did that work? Mm-hmm. And if it didn't work, then you're going to have a tool in your pocket, a four-step tool that I'm going to show you how to get, where you can just upgrade that pattern. So 
so that the next time you don't take that action again. Okay? So this method is very self-forgiving. <laughs> There's nothing wrong here. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing broken. There's nothing that we need to be ashamed of or blame ourselves for. Patterns take actions. If those actions don't work, we've got a method to upgrade them. I, I love this message so much because it's one of the things that I really um, push with parents is that punitive, dealing with behaviors in a punitive way is not resolving anything, right? It's creating shame around something that's done without providing a new way of doing it. So you haven't changed the pattern. So I think this just feeds into that so beautifully. And I, I'm dying to hear like, what is your methodology for doing that? Because I think as parents, we can use that to help our kids go, okay, that didn't work, right? No yeah, shame. Exactly. It just didn't work. What can we do next time? So what, how can we utilize this? Exactly. That's great. So let's, let's go to specific examples so that we can see how this works. Parent, son, daughter, child, right? Um, teenage child. And they are doing something that you find annoying, right? So you can <laughs> feel in your body that this, uh, this bubbling up of anger is starting to happen. Fantastic. If you can catch yourself and just say, okay, I got a pattern right now that is angry, then that in itself will allow you to take a little step back from the situation mm -hmm. rather than react, okay? But now what we have to know is that we there are two patterns running in this space. There is the parent's pattern, your pattern, and there's the child's pattern, mm -hmm. okay? And those two patterns are what are now fighting with each other. They're butting up against each other, okay? Yeah. So the first thing to know is that your child isn't meaning to um, hurt you or upset you or do anything against the rules, anything like that. They, too, are running a pattern. So if anybody ever asks you, why did you do that? If you ask your child, why did you do that? And here's the answer. Because my pattern made me do it. That's it. Okay. There's no other answer to that question. So that's great. Now we can start to deal with what's actually the issues here. And you're absolutely right. I, the question of is that right to do? Is that moral to do? Is that ethical to do? All of that needs to be put aside when we deal with patterns. And the question needs to be, did what you just did, that work for you? Yeah. Right? Because it's not working for your child either. They, they really want to be happy and fulfilled and peaceful and everything that every person on this planet wants. And that rebellion, that anger, that upset that is going on in this space, that drama, that's just the result of obsolete patterns that mm -hmm. the, the teenager is looking to upgrade just doesn't know how, right? Exactly, yep. So that's the first thing to know. The second thing to note is I, I ask every parent to consider themselves a center gear in a machine. And around them is all the other family members. Now, if you mm -hmm. think about how a, a gear works, you turn and every all the other gears have to turn as relative mm -hmm. to your turn. Okay? So what happens if we could just gently go in and just take that center gear, which is you, and just gently turn it in the opposite direction? What needs to happen? Well, one of two things. If you don't do it gently enough, if you do it quickly, which was what would happen when you use mindset techniques, you're going to blow the machine apart. You're going to have a lot of conflict, a lot of anger. There's going to be a lot of upset in this space. But do it gently enough. And the other people around you have to change 
in accordance. They have mm -hmm. to also change the way that they're doing it because there's just no conflict anymore. There's no friction anymore. And mm -hmm. so the machine, the entire machine, the entire family starts to revolve around you. So I always say to every parent, every person in a relationship that's not working is don't underestimate how powerful you are. Mm -hmm. When you upgrade your patterns, and that's all you need to work on. Yeah. You don't need to work on what they're doing or how to communicate better. None of that, all of that goes away. When we upgrade our own personal patterns, everybody around us starts to shift and change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's, I, I love that. I love the description and the, the visualization of the gears. I haven't heard that. And that is so, you can just get it when you say it that way, because it is, and that's something I'm always trying to explain is we spend so much time trying to change others. If they would just do this, if they would just, then everything would be great. If they could, and we're stuck because we have no power over changing even our kids. We can't change them. They're human beings, right? That's the last ourselves. person we can change. <laughs> I know. Uh, right. We are like, no, once we say something, they're like, nope. But when we change how we show up, when we change this, and I, I think what you said too, it's so important is it slowly, because I think we get so excited. We're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it's just like this big thing. And people are like, okay, what, what, what's the trick? What's the trap? What's going on? But when you start adjusting slowly, everyone starts to adjust with you. So tell us, Adele, how do we, what are some shifts that we can start making today to kind of start changing that dynamic yeah so i'd like um i'd like you to think about the brain as an iceberg that's the easiest way to consider yourself at the top of the water are all the actions you take all the behaviors you adopt all the beliefs you hold let's put subconscious unconscious conscious i don't care let's stick them above the surface of the water under the water of those brain patterns so the first thing to do is that let's let's go back to what i was saying originally about these unworkable um, action steps that we have been mm -hmm. given to take. And let's flip them around, okay? So you're gonna set a goal. So in this case, the goal is to have a happy family, happy, peaceful, let's just say I'm making this up, right? Mm -hmm. Happy, peaceful family in which all the members of your family work together and you know, do what you, whatever. All right, now, that, given that goal, okay? The next question is not how do I get there? That's the wrong question mm. because everything about those actions, behaviors, beliefs is given by existing patterns. Mm -hmm. So the next thing we have to know is why do I not have that goal today? Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So write that question down. It's a really important one. Why do I not have that goal today? Now, if you lean in with curiosity, don't blame yourself. There's right. no, no blame, no shame here. Lean in with curiosity and you'll start to see that a whole bunch of actions, behaviors, beliefs start to reveal themselves, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I believe that my son is um, doing something personal, right? He's, he's getting his revenge on me. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That's a belief. You're going to write that down, right? Oh, I believe that my daughter is lazy. Great. You're going to write that down. That's a belief. Okay. Now, what, what do you, how is your reaction inside of that belief? What do you do? What's your behavior? Oh, I see. I yell. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Every time I come home and I see them lounging on the couch, I get angry and I yell. Perfect. Mm -hmm. You're going to write that down under action. 
right? And you're going to come up with all of these actions, behaviors, beliefs that show up. Now, as I said, you're an iceberg. So under each one of those, there is a pattern that gives a rise to that belief, that mm. behavior, that action. Now, I'm, there's a four-step repatterning technique that you can use to repattern your brain. You can get it free and my, just grab my book. All I ask is you pay for shipping. Okay. Now, you're going to start to apply that four-step to every single one of those actions, behaviors, beliefs. And what happens is that sense of fear, which is you, now gently starts to change. That belief, that behavior, that action just literally melts away it just disappears mm. you literally step out of one identity in which you yell and get upset into another identity in which you just don't and it's mm. that powerful i i no longer hang on trying not to quit even though that was my go-to behavior right mm -hmm. now the idea of quitting just no longer enters my head mm -hmm. that's how powerful it is yeah. So you're, you're slowly changing. And I love this idea of melting. You're slowly melting those negative, just patterns. I mean, I, I, I like how you're saying patterns, because it really is integrative of your thoughts and your emotions and all of and even just your physical reactions to things too, is you're starting to be really aware of those and stop those. And then when you're stopping those, suddenly people are not responding to you the same way. They're responding in a different way. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. So Adele, you mentioned your book. I know we have a link. I have a link to it um, in the notes too. So tell us a little bit more about this book and about how people can find you. Yeah, so um, it's called Shift, Four Steps to Personal Empowerment. And we could also look at it as four steps to family empowerment, <laughs> four steps to relationship empowerment. Um, so uh, how you can get it is shift4steps.com, which will be in the show notes, I'm sure. All I ask is people pay for shipping. It is an award-winning book. It's extremely powerful. Mm. If you apply the technique that's in there, and what I suggest, what I strongly, strongly suggest is that you just apply one step a week. Okay, don't mm -hmm. try and rush it because like we said, we're moving in there gently. We don't want to blow apart the machine. So we want to just right. gently, gently, gently turn that. So one step a week, two times a day is how we repattern. And you'll just see miracles happen. I mean, I see families transformed within six to eight weeks as you mm -hmm. start to apply this tool. Yeah. And, and, you know, if we've got a minute, Dr. Kim, I can share one other thing that I think is really important to know. Please. I, I said initially that this brain of ours is inside this dark, silent room and that we don't actually know what's going on out there. Between what's going on out there and how we react, how we believe, is an interpreter, which is our brain pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where does this teenage child, where are they showing up? If I was going to point at you, Dr. Kim, then I would probably point at you like this. You're over here, right? Okay. But where I really need to be pointing is inside my own head. Because I have a pattern that I have now created for Dr. Kim, and that pattern lives here in my brain. Now, if Dr. Kim is showing up to me as being somebody that I don't like or somebody that is doing something incorrect, it's my responsibility to first change my pattern, okay? It's not up to Dr. Cam to change because I don't actually know Dr. Cam. I'm interpreting her through my patterns, which are given by a lot of my past, right? right. And Dr. Cam <laughs> might be triggering one of those old patterns. So if I can change my pattern, 
Now what happens? My brain has to now create a new pattern for Dr. Kim. And that new pattern allows Dr. Kim to show up brand new mm. in my space, right? So the powerful thing about working with your own patterns is it is so liberating. You don't have to worry about what the other person's doing. You just have to get, oh, okay, I got a brain pattern that thinks my daughter is late. Mm. Great. If I can remove that pattern, now my daughter shows up brand new. And how does yeah. she show up now? Well, we don't know, right? But it might be that she's anxious about something. It might be that she just needs some guidance on something. And our brain is interpreting lazy, but she herself isn't. There's something else in her space. And when we change our brain pattern, we allow the other person to start communicating what's actually going on for them because they don't have to butt through all that interpretation going on in our brain. Yeah. And when we have that interpretation and that story, it comes across. So if you don't like somebody or you think somebody's lazy or you're annoyed with somebody, they know that. And whether you voice it or not. Oh, yeah. It's so obvious. And so our kids are reacting to this feeling of judgment and, and kind of, you know, we're, we're disappointed in them, which they hate. That feels terrible. And so they're reacting to that feeling, right? right? Exactly. And so or, we're like. And that's exactly it. Or, or, you know, we're blaming ourselves. That's oftentimes where, especially a mother. I mean, I know I'm the mother of grown children. Oftentimes where we go is I'm, I'm wrong. I'm guilty. I did something in my past. And, and this, we're reacting through that. So the kids are having to speak into that. And so both of these, like blame, self-blame or other blame, it doesn't matter. It's, it's between you and the other. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the big overarching thing I'm hearing is it's not about blame. It's not about shame. It's about accepting where you're at and saying, okay, here's where I am. Here's where I want to be. And I can get there. There's no reason. Now that I know where I'm at, now I can get to where I want to go. And that's right. all it's about. That's exactly. empowering. I love that. And it is, it starts with you. Start, start, start with you. And I think that's so critical. Any parting words of encouragement for parents with teenagers? Yes. Take a deep self-fulfilling breath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These teenagers, they're, um, they're, Having, as you probably know, Dr. Cameron, as you probably say all the time, <laughs> they are needing to establish their own identity at this point yeah. in their life. And so, yeah. yes, they are pulling away. Yes, they are doing their own thing. But that is exactly what they need to do. And it's nothing that you need to, it's nothing you did it in your past that is causing that pulling away and that need to establish themselves. So first, take a deep, deep, deep self-fulfilling breath. And just ask, okay, what is my reaction to this yeah. rather than what did I do to cause this? What is my reaction? Well, how is my pattern responding? There's where your power lies. I, I love that. And it really is. It's taking it outside of you and putting it as the, the pattern. So that feels much easier to address than if something's wrong with me. Something over here, this pattern is something I need to address. So I love it. This has been really, really insightful. Thank you so much, Adele. I'm so grateful you can join us. Oh, happy to be here, Dr. Kim. That was fun.
Yes. And thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. If you want to learn more about how to help your teens thrive, you can grab my top 10 secrets for raising teens at askdrcam.com slash parenting tips. Start building a more harmonious relationship with your teen today. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode and the helpful strategies Adele shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find this show. I encourage you to share it with a friend as well. Until next time, have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.